0: Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. October 26, 1892, Ida B. Wells publishes Southern Horrors. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. She explained her mission at the very beginning. As an introduction to her work Southern Horrors, Lynch Law, in All Its Phases, the writer Ida B. Wells Barnett said her pamphlet was to be, quote, "...a contribution to truth, an array of facts, the perusal of which it is hoped will stimulate this great American republic to demand that justice be done, though the heavens fall." She continued, "...it is with no pleasure I have dipped my hands in the corruption here exposed." Somebody must show that the Afro-American race is more sinned against than sinning, and it seems to have fallen upon me to do so. The awful death roll that Judge Lynch is calling every week is appalling, not only because of the lives it takes, the rank cruelty and outrage to the victims, but because of the prejudice it fosters and the stain it places against the good name of a weak race. The Afro-American is not a bestial race. If this work can contribute in any way toward proving this, and at the same time arouse the conscience of the American people to a demand for justice to every citizen, and punishment by law for the lawless, I shall feel I have done my race a service. Other considerations are of minor importance. Southern Horrors was a detailed account of the all-too-common outrages unfolding in the American South. In a prefatory note, Frederick Douglass wrote, Dear Miss Wells, Let me give you thanks for your faithful paper on the lynch abomination now generally practiced against colored people in the South. There has been no word equal to it in convincing power. I have spoken, but my word is feeble in comparison. You give us what you know and testify from actual knowledge. You have dealt with the facts with cool, painstaking fidelity and left those naked and uncontradicted facts to speak for themselves. Brave woman, you have done your people and mine a service which can neither be weighed nor measured. If American conscience were only half alive, if the American church and clergy were only half-Christianized, if American moral sensibility were not hardened by persistent infliction of outrage and crime against colored people, a scream of horror, shame, and indignation would rise to heaven wherever your pamphlet shall be read. But alas, even crime has power to reproduce itself and create conditions favorable to its own existence. It sometimes seems we are deserted by earth and heaven, yet we must still think, speak, and work, and trust in the power of a merciful God for final deliverance. Very truly and gratefully yours, Frederick Douglass. In a summation, Wells observed Henry W. Grady, in his well remembered speeches in New England and New York, pictured the Afro American as incapable of self government. Through him and other leading men, the cry of the South to the country has been Hands off, leave us to solve our problem. To the Afro American, the South says, The white man must and will rule. There is little difference between the antebellum South and the New South. Her white citizens are wedded to any method, however revolting, any measure, however extreme, for the subjugation of the young manhood of the race. They have cheated him out of his ballot, deprived him of civil rights or redress, therefore, in the civil courts, robbed him of the fruits of his labor, and are still murdering, burning, and lynching him. The result is a growing disregard of human life. Lynch law has spread its insidious influence till men in New York State, Pennsylvania, and on the free Western Plains feel they can take the law in their own hands with impunity, especially where an Afro-American is concerned. The South is brutalized to a degree not realized by its own inhabitants, and the very foundation of government, law, and order are imperiled. Courageous Words From a courageous witness. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C 13 Originals and John Meacham studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and founding partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge, Margot Gray, and Chris Basil. Production assistance by Andy Jaskowitz and Adam Macias. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's Fashion and Beauty Memo line sheet, and I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People